15 Dogs is a novel by Andre Alexis published in 2015. You're listening to The Apartment Library. I really like this book. Really quick, it's essentially about these 15 dogs that are given human consciousness and language by these two gods who are making a bet whether or not the dogs will die happy, essentially, with this newfound ability of theirs. So yeah. it's just a story of, of how those dogs live with their new powers. and Yeah, and like the, the bet kind of like lies on the last dog to, or at least if one of those dogs dies happy, then that god wins. Mm-hmm. That's like, I, I gotta say, that, that's probably like the only shortcoming in the book. What bothered me is that like after a while, I couldn't remember which god had made the bet to, to win if the dogs die happy or not. There's Apollo and Hermes, and later on, as they reappear in the novel, I couldn't remember which one was which and who was doing what. It's not that important, but like I remember being like, okay, well, like then I don't, I don't know who's gonna win if all the dogs aren't happy or who's gonna lose. Yeah, know? me neither. I, I couldn't remember who said what and whatever. But like you said, that's not. It doesn't really matter who was the one who is betting on which side. I guess it's kind of just a side point. Yeah. You know, once you get into the novel, but. Yeah, like to answer your original question, like I really liked the book. I thought it was funny, really sad at certain points. So it was a whole mix of different emotions and it's a really thought-provoking book mm-hmm. and really cute. Like if you're a dog lover, you'll you'll enjoy it just because the main characters are dogs. But even if you're not a dog lover necessarily, it's still a really thought-provoking book to read. I found at least. Yeah, same. Like first, first impressions for me, it was beautifully written and it was compelling. I I was really surprised at how dark the book got at times because it really aimed to portray these animals as what they are, dogs and animals and behave in very animalistic ways. And like, there's a lot of like violence and darkness to this book that i thought was very interesting and like really shocking at first uh but yeah i i liked it i think this is a 10 for me me too i mean i don't really have any criticisms and if i do they're very you know minor things i i've enjoyed every page of the book and it read so quickly because it's under 200 pages the the print copy all right so let's get into that Spoiler warning, from this point on, we're going to discuss the book at length. We might start discussing the ending in a minute from now. So if you haven't read the book, stop what you're doing. Go pick it up and read it because it's absolutely worth it. Agreed. All right. So what did you like best about this book? What was like the thing that stood out to you the most? Um, I guess there's like the philosophical side of it, like just what it is to be human and how we suffer so much and how ignorance is bliss in a way. Like dogs normally, they don't have, of course, they're, they're sentient, like they have their own consciousness and all of that, but they don't have the understanding that we do to really suffer and struggle at times. But also there's the, the opposite side of that, that it allows you so much more meaningful you know relationship with people you can love at a much deeper level and communicate obviously is the big point of the book is that they they essentially have human language yeah so that's a big focus of the book which i thought really was really cool and um also the book was so funny in certain points Mm -hmm. i don't know if you 
found it as funny as I did. I, I guess it's a matter of what your personal like humor style is. But I, I was literally laughing out loud at certain points, and that's so rare for me when I read a book. Yeah. Like I usually don't laugh or cry or whatever. But yeah, this book made me laugh really strongly at certain points like when the dog was trying to talk to the humans and asking for money and they <laughs> didn't even understand what money was and anything so yeah pretty much to answer what you asked that was my those are my favorite aspects of the book just how it made you think and the philosophical side of it but also the comedy here and there and of course there's sad moments too so I think yeah just the range of what the book contains in terms of ideas and how it makes you feel yeah. yeah, I agree. I think that, like, based off of one, what you're saying, it became apparent to me right away, like, once the dogs had, like, gained consciousness and they started act, uh, acting upon the thoughts that they didn't have before, is that it it pretty much ruined their lives, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, they kind of, much like with human consciousness, like, we kind of face this tremendously challenging thing that it is to be alive and try to make the best of it and find like you said find beauty that uh, animals probably can't right such as like a poetry is like the the embodiment of that sentiment i think in this book when like prince essentially like discovers or invents poetry in the dog world and that is that leads to the other element that i thought was really well done is that like so many of the experiences the dogs had symbolized for me, or at least that, that that's what I saw when reading the book, that they symbolized a lot of like human behavior, a lot of beautiful and horrible human behavior, and the way that we react to each other, to each other's art, to each other's choices, to each other's words and thoughts in a very positive or very negative way. Sometimes like in Princess Poetry, some of the dogs, they respond in awe and they think it's amazing. They think it's beautiful. They ask him to do it again. You know, they literally mm. tell him, like, cool story, bro. Tell it again. Yes, it's so cute. And then there's the other dogs who, like, they react horribly and they cringe at the very thought of this dog behaving unlike a dog. And that is, like, a very neat, if, if almost, like, obvious parallel between totalitarian beliefs and dictatorial behavior that we've seen so many times in our history Mm -hmm. in which people force their beliefs on others and don't let them stray away from that paradigm or that set behavior and belief system or political belief system that they don't want them to go... uh, outside of and they will react very violently in this case the dogs say that like if you don't think the way that we do if you don't agree with what we say is right we will literally kill you yeah which was violent and amazing and very real in many ways right there's obviously there are dogs acting out this thing but this is very much what what has happened every time that there is a military dictatorship anywhere pretty much but Mm -hmm. that's it was almost like too obvious to me but it was very impactful i thought that like that aspect of it was beautifully done yeah for sure and it's also the idea that like so many times in history governments or whatever have been afraid of people using language and like they would jail you know authors and artists and they would try and suppress all that yeah so it's yeah it's kind of a what happened within their pack 
the leader wanted to suppress this new language that they had access to and didn't want anyone to to use it in any way. Yeah, he didn't want change. He didn't yeah. want the old ways to die, and he didn't like anything about the new world that they were observing in their consciousness. However, it, it was very much that ability that made him the leader, even though like the social hierarchies of dogs are pre-existing, and they kind of live on to this new and improved dog world. And... The 15 dogs are like so many aspects of dog behavior remain, but they're forever changed. Like every aspect of their lives, every aspect of their behavior is forever changed. And then uh, later on, it becomes obvious that like the dogs that didn't want to change, Atticus and his followers, they become these like copies of dogs and they they, they seem like humans imitating dogs sort of thing and like they don't want to change but they can't accept that they already have and that was a terrible thing like the fact that like these characters couldn't accept it and therefore became violent and horrible and exerted violence and domination over others and ended up killing others just because they disagreed with them they told the other dogs that they could either agree with them and be a part of the pack or leave but those who chose to leave were were murdered mm -hmm. so it very much symbolized to me that horrible reactionary violent behavior that people have had through history but um, but to this day you know like so many things that like i mean how many people like hate uh based on race or gender or sexuality or anything like that and that we see that every day sadly in our world yeah so it, it was very interesting to like see it played out very obviously, but also very uniquely mm -hmm. throughout the through the dog's eyes. Yeah, that was a really cool part of the book. And another part I loved was like Majnoon's relationship with Nira. Yeah, that was so strange, but really cool because yeah, like at first she hears him trying to speak and it freaks her out, and she brings him to the vet. Like, what's wrong with my dog? You know, he's trying to talk to me, and then eventually. She comes around and they talk to each other. Like they have conversations with each yeah. other. And it's, it's hard to picture what that would look like in real life. Like what the author intended it to sound like. Because obviously dogs are still limited by their physiology. Like they're not able to make yeah. all the noises that we can. Well, Ma Majnoon learned the human language, right? Yeah. That's what like Benji really wanted him to teach mm -hmm. him. Because he saw the power and the usefulness of that. But like yeah. he was the one that was able to speak human, essentially. Speak English, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I think Majnoon is probably like... Well, he is very much like the, the character that you spend the most time with, which would kind of make him the protagonist, I guess. But I thought he was one of the most interesting ones because since you spend the most time with him, like they explore his uh, relationship with... Nero or like with humans in general you know it's it was done really cute and really funny in so many ways like the dog says how Nira is like really kind and really understanding and really loving and she is awesome in every way 
but there's things that he doesn't understand why she doesn't like it. Like if she walks into the room and he is like licking his balls or something, she <laughs> hates it. And he's like, what? Why will you hate that? That is, it's the most dog thing that I could be yeah. doing. It's a great thing to do. This is where it's at. I don't mm-hmm. know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like- so the fact that they remain dogs, that they weren't, you know, just anthropomorphized people or, or like, you know, dogs into the minds of people. Uh, it, it was really cute that like they still remain like that. Or when uh, Benji, I think it was Benji and Majnoon, they stay with the old lady. I don't think it was Majnoon, actually. When Benji is at the old lady with all the cats. Yeah. And he says that like he hates the cats, but he loves their poop and it tastes delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's, like, it's so funny to hear this or read this spelled out. Because it's so true, like, dogs, you know, like, go and, and do all these disgusting things that, like, we mm-hmm. kind of, like, it seems so alien to us, but, and it is so alien to us, and it, like, it freaks us out sometimes, and, like, we find absolutely disgusting. But to them, that's just their behavior, that's just the world they live in, and, like, even though they gain consciousness and language, they continue to be dogs and do all these things that dogs do, and I thought it was really endearing, it, it was really shocking and funny. And disgusting at times. And it was done really, really well. It was. Like, it was a really interesting balance of, yeah, them still having their dog characteristics, but having some human characteristics, too. And, yeah, it was really, really, the author did a really good job of of striking that balance, I think. So were there any things that you didn't like about it? No, actually. Like, honestly, I I wouldn't be able to think of anything. I guess just the Mm -hmm. thing that you mentioned where sometimes whenever it cut back to the gods discussing amongst themselves, yeah, I kind of lost track of who's who and who said what and what the bet is. But like you said also, that's not a very important part of the book necessarily. Like, it doesn't matter really who said what. It's just the fact that it's the gods kind of debating how the dogs are going to live their lives and what's going to happen to them so I guess that's a minor criticism but again I don't think it's the author's fault it's just me for forgetting what was said earlier and you can go back and double check I guess yeah it really matters I guess that happens to me sometimes and like I have to like go back to the early pages of a novel to dig out that important detail Mm -hmm. I guess you could argue here it's not that important but like it did kind of get confusing at times because they have multiple discussions regarding the nature of happiness and how it's played out through the dogs and I can't I couldn't remember which one it was so mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter I guess but yeah in terms of execution I, I didn't see any problems there like the way that the entire story was written the narrative was very interesting being how it's broken up into the gods mm-hmm. and the dogs which is funny there are anagrams of yeah each other. true I'm not sure if that was is it anagram? Uh, I think so. Or... Anagrams. Uh, no, what's palindrome, right? No, palindrome is a word that like ends. It's kind of like a mirror of a word, like pip. Yeah, and isn't that what god and dog is? No, like a palindrome is like a word that like that starts and goes back to the same. Oh, okay. Kind of okay. like like a uh, madam. Okay. So like oh, it's M A D A M. Yeah, so yeah, it's, like so it's the same way no matter what how you read it. Exactly. Yeah. So like okay. if you if you misspelled it backwards, it would be. Yes. You know, okay. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't I don't I have a hard time trying to like find something to nitpick about this book because yeah, the whole thing was really really well done. I didn't think so much of it was such a 
page turner some parts of it i was kind of like okay like i want to get back to some of the characters that i like the most for instance like benji he's a little shitty beagle and he's <laughs> yeah. like you know cunning and resourceful but like a bit of a coward and mm-hmm. he's annoying and he has like all of his negative all of his negative traits and i kind of thought that we we're gonna follow like match noon for most of it and then i was kind of shocked towards the end where like he is not the last to die essentially yeah. that like at the very end prince is the deciding factor mm-hmm. in the god's bet and he had arguably like the most impactful scene in the book mm-hmm. which is when he is dying and whichever god grants him that vision of his old human and he was like running through the fields yeah. and he felt that he was loved yeah and he felt what love was that's and so cute like it just makes you think of all the dogs out there in real life and i hope they feel loved because <laughs> <laughs> like it just shows that they're such simple creatures and that they don't really need much they just need love you know and affection and a nice field to run in <laughs> so cute yeah well i mean that like it's so impactful because mm-hmm. it's it's that's literally like the ending of the book that is yes. very like the last page yeah it ends on a good note like a happy point yeah. essentially and like the gods are pretty much just like interfering with the process throughout right like mm-hmm. the it, it's whichever god that like makes prince uh go blind and then go deaf yeah and uh zeus intervenes at one point and like it was never a a fair bet no, but they it, intervene, guess, like, intervene so many times throughout the book. Yeah, so, like, the, the entire aspect of, like, the, the gods' influence on it was kind of, like, not even secondary to me. Like, it kind of, like, just propelled the story forward, and it was kind of, like, the MacGuffin of it all. Like, it just, it was the catalyst for the story. But really what made it for me was the way that the author was such a genius to keep the dogs dogs and make them behave as such while being troubled and marvel at the same time at the gift of consciousness and language. In Prince's case, it was language and his poetry, and he was distraught at the end because he thought that his language would die with him. Mm-hmm. But also the, the exposure to the world through a new set of eyes that all the dogs experience and they express it in different ways i thought it was genius how like they behave differently and behave according to like their own specific needs and wants and beliefs and everything just like we do i love like for instance like how the uh the tiny tiny dog in the beginning couldn't get around because it was too small it couldn't follow the pack so the tiny dog climbs on top of the big dog's back and she carries her around. Yeah, so cute. Until somebody notices and they're like, what the hell? Yeah, imagine you just see that, like these dogs walking down the street with like a mini one on top of another one. <laughs> You'd definitely stop and stare. Yeah. Another thing was the novel kind of like shows, I would say in, in equal parts, perhaps based only on the number of people, but like how so many people are cruel to animals and like horrible behavior that people have towards animals many times especially like stray dogs or just like animals that are not within their in their lives you know not their pets or you know just like how many people are animal abusers essentially exactly and yeah the dogs were constantly when they were roaming around the city they're always afraid oh is this person gonna hurt me 
whenever they encountered a human. Yeah, it's like a constant fear they have that like mm-hmm. humans are dangerous. We should stay away from them as much as we can, or we should be uh, at the very least wary because they can give us food and they can give us shelter, but they also can kill you and hurt you and yeah. scare you and chase you. And at the very beginning, when the three dogs decide to stay, I can't remember. No, there's like three dogs that like die at the very beginning when. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 15 dogs are given consciousness and they decide to flee. Like one of them like opens the door at the vet or at the animal hospital and they flee. There's one that like stays because she was old and she was essentially left there to be put down by her human. And then the people that were working at the animal hospital, they, they hit her and mm. they... They take it out on her that the other dogs escaped. So, like, before she is put down, like, she dies and or experiences fear and pain and being abused, essentially. So, that, and that's, like, very early on. That's, like, so that's like sad. 10 pages in. I was like, oh, my God, this book is going to break my heart. Yeah, it definitely doesn't sugarcoat anything. There's really sad moments in the book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not a constantly happy book by any means. No, I was surprised, actually. I thought it would be, you know, like a, a neat fable or based on the description of the novel, I thought it was not going to be that dark, but, like, it became fairly obvious that, like, yeah, the, the author wasn't pulling any punches and ended up being beautiful and inspiring, but also heartbreaking and harrowing. Honestly, and it it, it does raise the fact, I think you mentioned earlier, that, give like, the dogs getting human language and, and human level of consciousness is essential. It's a punishment, essentially. Yeah. Like they, they definitely suffer a lot more than, than not. Maybe that's a really pessimistic view of the book, but I don't think so. Like either. obviously the, yeah, there were lots of happy moments and Prince at the end feeling love and all that, but there was so much hardship and pain that they went yeah, through. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the book makes a point of like, making that clear that like the dogs being elevated to a higher point of consciousness and experiencing the world in a more complex understanding it comes with all the horrible aspects of life and being aware of them on a, on a higher plane understanding evil and pain suffering and loneliness your own death it's part of being alive and it's part of being human. And that is, I remember like a long time ago when I read that and it kind of blew my mind that like we are essentially the only human or we're the only uh, animals that know we're going to die, that mm. we're consciously aware we're going to die. Yeah. And like from a very young age, we are aware of it. And you see kids sometimes like they take it really rough when they kind of like come to that realization. It's like, holy crap, like grandma died. I'm going to die one day. And yeah, they, you know, or like you imagine like your parents dying and it's so sad. That's even the, worse, I think. Yeah, yeah, all the people that you love are going to die at some point and you might be there to witness, witness it. And it's yeah. a sad, scary thing. And I think that's part of the book. I think near the end, like they it, meant, it gets mentioned that the fact that we're not immortal it gives our life more of a meaning and and moments mean more and it's more valuable in a sense but it's also horrible and scary in another sense yeah i i think that i can't i can't really remember a novel that made that distinction so obvious Mm -hmm. and used it as a focal point for the story i think yeah that 
being alive and experiencing the world, it is not just a good thing. Yeah, it's almost, like we said, it's almost a punishment to give that to someone. Yeah. To, like, to create another consciousness, a sentient being in this world... That th- that wasn't there before. It wasn't there before, and it is almost immoral. Yeah, it didn't to do need that. to exist, but you make it exist. Yeah. So you're making it experience all of the hardship and just the philosophical anguish of knowing that life is short and lots of bad stuff happens. And obviously, you you feel happiness and joy at some points, and hopefully, hopefully, the bulk of your life is happy and, and joyful and, and nice, but it might not be and and it's it's just yeah it's it's a weird the book leaves you feeling like if you really think i guess deep about it the book can leave you feeling like hopeless almost and sad but but then it balances that out with like the really happy moments of the book and then it, yeah i guess it kind of gives you hope and reason you know to find happiness in life where it exists and so it's a really weird set of emotions that the book can make you feel yeah i i didn't really like the fact that like the uh, gods manipulate the dog the dog so much i think that like their intervention in their lives it gets a little like muddy or like it muddies the message a little bit at least for me because it ends in a positive note it ends with prince knowing that he was loved and feeling that he was loved at one point and remembering that and understanding it fully Mm-hmm. And that was beautiful, and it was great, and it was uh, an emotional ending. Yeah. But the fact that like the consciousnesses didn't like experience this naturally. Obviously, I mean, if if we were to call it natural from the point and at which they are elevated from dogs into dogs with human consciousness, if you consider all that experience natural, like it it, it gets difficult to like weed out where it was that the gods interfered too much yeah and i mean zeus shows up at one point and tells his kids like the fuck are you guys doing these animals are obviously suffering and they're obviously experiencing the world in a way that they are not equipped to and they are not going to get something good out of it and he interferes with the dogs further Mm -hmm. right and he grants atticus that wish at the end of his life true so uh, I I agree. I think that it is balanced, though. I do think that like it didn't leave me feeling hopeless. I don't think that the the, the book gave me like more negative feelings than it did positive ones. I thought it was very interesting how in- introspective it made me feel because I I'm usually not one to like read much uh, about philosophy. I am not really interested in the depths of consciousness and like the abstract nature of the study of it all Mm -hmm. it is very interesting if you start looking into it but like personally that's not something that i'm looking for in a book if it has it like in this case and it's done so well it can be a very powerful element in a novel and many other novels that i consider my favorites have that and do that very well as well but in this case i think i enjoyed the experience the dogs had and how they conveyed it or what the author did in terms of explaining the dog's experience which again i believe they weren't equipped to understand in the first place and now everything is confusing and everything is it's too much 
Yeah. You know, it's like everything is too good or it's too bad or it's happening too fast and violence is too horrible and food is amazing and everything is happening too. It's it's too bright and too loud at the same time. It's every Everything is too much. And I thought it was excellent. Yeah. I, oh, th- yeah. This is like a 10 out of 10 for me, other than like not really caring so much for the God's approach to it. I think it was perfect. 100%. Like I think... Yeah, I think this book, like, I, I think I kind of made it sound like it was this depressing, you know, horrible Just a thing. Bit. But, like, I think it depends on you and how deep you kind of want to think about the ideas that the book proposes. And I guess it kind of depends on your outlook on life, essentially. If you're this really optimistic, happy person, then I think those happy moments of the book, that will be your take home message. Whereas if you're, I don't know if pessimistic outlook is the right way to put it, but if you're that kind of person and you really think deeply about the ideas that the book um, raises, I think, yeah, it might have a different effect on you. So I think it is a really personal um, way of interpreting the book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's an excellent book. I think it's good for anyone like it's such a there's so many cute funny moments in the book like it's really endearing and really sweet a lot of the moments in the book especially if you are if you have pets yeah if you have pets especially dogs obviously but any type of relationship that humans have with animals if you cherish that and, and you appreciate that i think the book will be perfect like you'll find it adorable and really cute and and i think it makes you like yeah appreciate the animals in your life a little yeah. bit more a little bit more yeah, yeah however it can be it can be very gut-wrenching you know yeah. like this this could be like a not safe for work tag sort of thing and that like the book is very violent and, and in many instances and all the dogs die and within a few years. Exactly. And I, I, it's only Prince that really dies happy, right? Yeah, like Majnoon and Prince are the only ones who like don't die of horrible deaths. Yeah. And like, I would say both of them, because like Majnoon had like those five years of like waiting for Nira and not, not knowing whether what had happened to her. He just yeah. expected her to return, which is a horrible that's thing so in a way. Sad. And, and it was that's like, happened. There's been that case, I think it was in Japan, that dog that would always wait for his owner at the train station or something oh, yeah. for years. And the owner passed away. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's like, that's like, there's a movie about it, I think. Or something. Oh, it's like, I, I would, I would even go as far as to say it's a common occurrence. Yeah. Like dogs become attached to us, especially if they spend their whole life yeah. with us and they behave accordingly. Right. Yeah. Unlike other types of pets yeah. looking at you, kitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those two characters, I think that like they, well, like Machnoon at the end, like the gods inter- intervene to like explained to him that like death was upon him and that it was over pretty much mm-hmm. and to like try to end things on a positive note i think because that's why i meant like the dogs the, i'm sorry the gods were shitty and that like they kept intervening and they kept changing the rules of the game or the outcome of the game for their benefit yeah which was insane but to me it was far more important to like see how the the dogs were affected by the world around them, regardless of whether that was the natural world or like how these shitty gods were messing with them. But it was sweet. I think the representation of that type of consciousness from a different perspective, as in this case, from like different types of dogs with different personalities, but at the same time, all together removed from our type of experience. It was super sweet. 
and heartbreaking at the same time. Yes, yeah, the book definitely has a lot to say, and it depends on how much you want to read into it. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's explored, a lot of cute, funny, sweet moments, but yeah, a lot of dark moments as well. So yeah, the book is such a wide, there's such a wide range of things in this book. So yeah, I really liked it. It was, I'm so glad you suggested that we read it because I've never heard of it before you mentioned it. I never heard of it. Yeah, it's funny. I had it here. I had it for Mm. a few years. I bought it because I knew it was good. It had been like very successful when it first came out and I saw it everywhere for a little bit because it came out in 2015. So a shout out to my friends, uh, Adam and James at work for mentioning this book because I remembered, oh crap, I have that book. Maybe we should read it. And it ended up being like one of the best books I've read recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. That's definitely a 10 for me. Me too. I mean, yeah, I really don't have criticism of this book. No, it I was enjoyed it. It was perfect. It was the perfect length. It was short, but not too short that anything felt rushed. It was great. No, yeah. for such a short book, I guess it had like a substantial and surprising amount of depth to it. Yeah. A lot of people are responding very emotionally to this book. A lot of people say that they, they, they cried to it and that it was an amazing experience. And uh, I agree. It was, oh, yeah. It was awesome. For sure. Yeah, it's meaningful to those who have pets, but also to those that don't, I think. Like this book is good for anyone. Yeah. It was so cute. I loved it. On that cute note, thank you for listening to the Apartment Library. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.